0: Welcome to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the human,
1: and I'm Nick the human. Welcome back. Welcome back for season three. Eric, is this season three? No, I, I don't. We, we never intended it for it to be, but given the the break that just preceded it, I feel like we are being forced into season. I don't.
0: Three. I don't think this is season three yet. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we would know it if we had watched season 4 episode 1.
1: Oh right, yeah. Okay. Well then it's not. But anyway, <laughs> no matter what, this has been a uh, a long break for the podcast the longest in history since we've been doing this for like almost 2 years. Uh it seems like a lot of you used the opportunity to catch up on our last bunch of episodes, so thank you for doing that. We and uh I hope you're all primed and ready. When was our last episode? Our last episode was—I can pull it up right now. It was was in, it the one that we did when
0: I was in the middle of tour?
1: Um, yeah. March sixteenth, it came out. Uh-huh. Lemon, he- Lemon Hope Part Two. Yeah, you were in the middle of tour.
0: Yeah, so that's a full five weeks.
1: Yeah. Damn. I'm I'm speaking right now, and I feel real rusty. The last <laughs> la- those first couple sentences, but it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna get back there. Um, Eric, you've been you've had a lot. We, yeah, when we last yeah. talked to you, you were in the middle of your Crazy in the Brain's tour. Yes, and that finished, and it went thumbs up. Yeah,
0: it was a great tour. Uh, played keyboards on the road for the first time, uh, and then we switched around the lineup a little bit. And I did another run of dates playing bass with Grazing the Brains, and that was another fun one.
1: <laughs> Holy smokes! And then you did, um, and now you're going down to Texas to play some Hall Phonics shows.
0: Yeah. So, oh, we'll get. I'll get this episode edited and and up there. Uh, probably tuesday cool yeah i'll 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 edit it all tomorrow we'll get it up on tuesday and that means this week if you're listening in real time the holophonics are playing our first shows in several months we're playing denton texas at killer's tacos on thursday april 28th and then friday april 29th we're playing at three links in dallas texas and then Saturday, April 30th, the big Ska by Ska West festival in Austin, Texas is at Kickbutt Coffee. Hey. And that's with Mephiscopheles and Hans Gruber and the Diehards and Madeline and a bunch of Ska friends from all over. Hell yeah. So some big holophonic shows happening and that'll be it for a long time. I don't think we're going to put anything else on our schedule until November.
1: You got your uh you announced the big record since we last talked as well. Uh oh, the Donkeys. Yeah. <laughs> Donkey Yeah,
0: Donkey Skong Country. Uh such an unfortunate name. Not my choice. Yeah. But Donkey Skong Country. The vinyl record is available for pre sale. And the digital double album will be streaming in full next Friday, May sixth, which is a Banking Friday. Yeah. Keeping uh, busy. And then then we're done with covers forever. Yeah. Finally.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: Freaking hate cover songs.
1: After you've done hundreds. Uh driving me bonkers. Yeah. So Eric's <laughs> been busy. I, I've been busy too. Um and it's resulted in us not doing this. <laughs> we there were a couple of times we had to, you know, abort uh the plans that we had, had but we almost we almost
0: Got something happening, and then I got COVID immediately yeah. after coming back from tour. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. I went to Austin, and I uh, was recording some songs with uh, biggest friend of the pod, Sean Harvey, and we were going to do something down there, but then we ran out of time. It's just been one of those comedy of errors, but it's all good, man. You know what they say about art? You go live your life, and you bring it back to the pod. Is that what they say? That's what, that, that's what I heard. <laughs> okay. I took a podcast masterclass, and that's what they told me. Really? Yeah, it was just like a cool two, three thousand dollars. That's, I mean, that's what I've been doing with most of my time. It was a three month podcast masterclass intensive. Uh, This guy DM'd me on Instagram, said, "Hey, you want to know how to podcast better? Give me three grand, and I'll show you how."
0: Oh, so that's how you got so good at this. That's
1: how I got amazing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's why I'm not stuttering or no, all my ums are gone. Yeah, uh, great. Yeah, his uh, name was uh, Jogan. <laughs> and he was like, y- "Yeah, he's like, you know, I, you can trust me." And yeah, I don't know. it was. I did not do that. I, uh, yeah. um, there's got to be podcast masterclasses out there, though, right? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah,
0: for every podcast that starts and puts out three episodes. There's a customer of a shitty podcast masterclass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, hey, not gonna sit here and say we have the best podcast ever, but we did make it to episode seventy-eight.
0: Is that what we're on? Seventy-eight. Yeah. Are we the longest-running Adventure Time podcast? I think so. At this point, there's other people. Don't fact check that. No. We are the longest-running Adventure Time podcast. Hell yeah!
1: <laughs> yeah, it is funny. I have a couple friends who have podcasts, and they've been like, "Oh yeah, I've been doing it for like a year," and they're like, "Yeah, you know, I've got like." We're about to do our 20th episode. And I'm like, dude, I'm on 78. And they're like, whoa. I love it. The consistency, I think, has been
0: uh, helped us. We are in the era now of podcasts falling off the face of the earth because everyone fucking started a podcast over the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And now people are getting back into their previously regular lives. And I don't think podcasts are going to be as much of a priority as they were when people were bored and collecting tr- unemployment. It's true.
1: And I think I will, I will say, I think us being on 78 and being so consistent with it for so long has backed us into a corner where that can't happen to us. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean like we've devoted enough time that even though we just like really took like a, a month off because of life shit, it, it's like, yeah, but this can't stop now. Yeah. We've well, come too far. I,
0: I would say it was really just a coincidence that we happened to start this podcast over a pandemic, because mm-hmm. I think the idea came to me before it all happened. My my last full Adventure Time watch through was December twenty nineteen to January twenty twenty. Yeah, and I think that's when I decided I should do a podcast about this one day. Nice, and then everything shut down yeah
1: well it was a perfect time for me to start it but I'm, I'm glad that we're uh we're picking it we're picking it back up yeah.
0: and hey only a month off uh back to the island famously <laughs> took years long hiatuses multiple <laughs> times throughout <laughs> their run
1: hey
0: there's yeah. our first jeffrance of the day
1: Difference. um yeah so if, if you've been if you if you've been waiting for us, if you've had any thoughts to think about over the last month and now you're listening to this again and it's hitting you in a new way, as always we're reachable at email. At did you see the mail at gmail.com?
0: Yeah, that's been pretty dry. It's been a little dry our break. You figured 77 episodes of people to listen to our back catalog and we haven't gotten a single email in the last month.
1: Yeah so so hit us there uh, and rate us on the things, but thank you for sticking with us. And sorry, you had to wait a month. Uh, but we're not dead yet. Yeah. we are living, uh, podcast hospital next
0: week. I'm going to be in Texas. Uh, we're (laughs) probably, we're probably not going to have another week to week episode consecutively, probably going to be another week off, but I'll see if I can get will back on. Probably we can do a remote episode.
1: Cool. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm excited to get some new, uh, for Will to come back. It was really fun. We had, uh, I, I would say having Steve and Mara back to returning guests recently proof for some of our better episodes. I thought that Mara, Mara episode, if you didn't listen to that, was like one of our best. Yeah. That was like one of our best episodes ever. Um, so I'm glad that was a, a recent one, but I'm, I think we're going to try to get some new blood on this podcast too. And, and come up, cook up some new ideas, but, uh, yeah, I'm just more adventure time.
0: Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll discuss the season three premiere <laughs> when, yeah. when we're actually back on a, a reliable schedule and get yeah. some guests lined up.
1: Yeah. Like, like this, I'd like that you're, cause you're like the season three premiere has got to be strong <laughs> cause it means so much. <laughs> <laughs> gotta come back swinging. Um, cool. Well, it's been a while. I say we just talk
0: about some Adventure Time right now. I mean, that's always an option.
1: <laughs> episode Discussion
0: All right, we watched Season 6, Episode 39, The Sweet.
1: Yes, I would say my first thought on this episode was we took... Some time off in the Adventure Time Gods punished us and said, your next episode shall be an LSP episode.
0: Yeah. I, I noticed that not only was this an LSP episode, but it was the Tree Trunks episode, which is your favorite character yeah. juxtaposed against your least favorite character.
1: Yeah. It was, it was, uh, I didn't. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird to watch LSP and be like, yeah, I don't like this character. And then Tree Trunks come in and just just so refreshing and nice. And then seeing (laughs) them interact and LSP not listen to Tree Trunks is bad. I mean, I hadn't heard Tree Trunks voice in quite a while now, a few months. And the the vocal, the the voice acting performance done for Tree Trunks really is spectacular. I would say it's like, it's one of those things we've talked about in the quality of this show where it's just like... It, it, well, it's because right, she's not a, a voice actor by trade. It's really just like an older woman that Pendleton Ward knew that was like a friend of his mom's or something. Yeah. So it, it really... I think that's what... It's so natural and genuine that it, it it's affecting.
0: Um, there's there's like a real naivete to all the vocal performances in this episode, I think. because yeah. uh, Something I kind of noticed is that every character that speaks dialogue isn't really talking to the characters around them. They're kind of just talking and like, (laughs) no one is really like engaging in like a back and forth. No one's really reacting to the thing the other person said. Everyone is just sort of saying their own thing. That's a good point. In LSP's case, it's very self-involved. In Tree Trunk's case, it's very like, optimistic, just, you know, sort of trusting, a little naive. And then in Sweet Peas case, it's just what the fuck is going on in this kid's head? Yeah. (laughs) But everyone's just sort of like speaking their own lines and isn't really paying attention to what
1: else is happening around them. Really great observation. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be interested to think about that with future LSP episodes because LSP is so... In her own world, it is outrageous. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is, is is LP, is this like narcissism? I mean, certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, for, for real there. And there's a really interesting thing that happens in this episode where there's this like fox, right? Uh Raccoon. A raccoon. That's following her. And midway through the episode, it's been terrorizing her starts saying things to her, but it's not clear if the raccoon's saying them or if it's LSP saying these things to herself. I'm pretty sure it's
0: the latter. Uh, yeah. Is it Pendleton Ward doing that voice? I guess we can check that.
1: Oh, yeah. I think so. Um, Eric, I think I want to reinstitute my quick, uh, like, see if I can get the the plot summary done in two minutes. I have a timer on my... All right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. Okay. Just to catch everybody up to speed. Um, so what's going on in this episode, LSP is living outside right now and is in the forest getting ready to go to bed and gets a call from Tree Trunks that her and Mr. Pig would love for her to babysit um, Sweet Pea. And LSP comes, doesn't listen to Tree Trunk's instructions on how to care for Sweet Pea. And um, it's very specific instructions. And they go off for their night. Um, LSP, incredibly inattentive, um, neglectful babysitter, and lets Sweet Pea in a room with a frozen pizza and doesn't check in again until Sweet Pea is now in Candy Kingdom running amok, um, just looking for somebody to take care of him. Um and ends up crying in the uh, police station. LSP finds Sweet Pea, brings him back and then um when has still has delusions that she'll be a live in nanny, but when Mr. Pig and Tree Trunks get back, they're they they kind of like just kindly kick her out of the house immediately. And LSP, who's been worried that like she shouldn't be in a real house, she belongs out side. She's been it's been eating at her. She goes outside and then with the raccoon is eating the same piece of chicken and it's fully ascending into the, uh, the garbage forest creature. One of
0: the most tragic LSP moments.
1: Yeah. But I was like, I kind of like it. Um, and then, then there's an, then there's a, a little coda to the episode, um, where Sweet Pea has a dream about being a comet boy that's coming to earth, which, oh boy, is that foreshadowing. Um, oh, minute and 41 seconds. All right. There was a lot of shit in there I didn't talk about. Um, When it opens, LSP is just, it's just like we catch LSP midstream just being fucking ridiculous. And (laughs) put a bunch of, is going to bed and to keep the animal creatures away, has put a ring of bear sweat around her campsite. And the bears didn't want to give up that sweat.
0: Yeah, because LSP is homeless. Homeless. Has been homeless for
1: a number of seasons at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. And is out there to keep him, right, to Keep the hover away. But then as she's going to sleep, she discovers she's like, oh, this feels like fried chicken. Oh, it is. And it's fried chicken in her sleeping bag, which is just like, that's what's going to bring the raccoons or whatever. <laughs> and then immediately a raccoon's there and gets it. And then she becomes really possessive over this piece of chicken that she didn't even know existed until a few minutes ago and she wasn't hungry and now she really wants it. Um, and this starts this weird trend with LSP in this episode that I never realized kind of how impulsive LSP is. Like she's all impulse. Yeah. Like she, she, something happens and she reacts or she makes like these split second decisions and fully commits to them. In these like incredibly odd ways to me like where she's looking for like later in the episode she's looking for Sweepy. she talks to a banana garden says have you seen sweet Pea? and sweep and the banana guard has a donut the donut falls on the ground and then she just jumps on the donut and it's like what like it, I, you, you know what i'm saying like it's like there's like everything is impulse like she's she's in tree trunk's home and She's like, oh, I'm toasty. That means it's time for toast. And then she just makes toast. And like, there's like, it's just like a non sequitur, just jumping from thing to thing.
0: Yeah. It's like, even like her being like, like homeless, even her Mm -hmm. not having a a steady place to live, I think is just a result of the immediacy of all of her actions. Mm -hmm. Like she doesn't abide by like a standard hierarchy of needs. Yeah. Yeah. It's just just moment to moment, immediate, like, uh, this is what I want because this is what I see.
1: Right. Um, Or this is what my thought is, so (laughs) this is how I react. I think that's one of the... This might be one of the things that proves so frustrating about her. (laughs) Do you know? It's like, what? Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, really interesting character. But then she gets this phone call, which... Couple cell phone moments in this episode. We've talked about this before. Not not a lot of cell phones in this, unless it's needed. Um, and they're
0: always different. Yeah. Whenever a cell phone pops up, it's always strange and weird and un- unseen before. Which LSP seems to be using a kind of standard cell phone, but Marceline is using some weird, like
1: biological creature cell phone. Yeah, really weird one. <laughs> yeah, later in the episode and. Yeah, she goes over, I don't know, since so she goes over to Mr. Pig and Tree Trunks' home, I don't know where they're going. They don't reveal that, right? They're just going out. They're kind of dressed nicely. It's a date night, I don't date know. Date night, yeah. yeah. And they're really appreciative of LSP, but LSP comes, and LSP's been wrestling with this raccoon over a piece of chicken, and it's covered in mud, and it's like, do you have a sink? And she's like, and she goes, well, in the kitchen, and also in the, oh, I'll just go in the kitchen. And then it's like bathing herself in the kitchen. Like she looks like Slimer, man. She's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's so gross. And like LSP trying to be like, okay. There's very specific things you need to do to Sweepy to get him to bed. And she's just like LSP just can't focus. Um, and
0: yeah, so LSP is not appearing to listen to Tree Trunks at all. Uh, but Tree Trunks is seemingly ignoring the fact that. LSP is very obviously not listening to her.
1: Yeah. She does say at one point, she goes, you need to listen to me. <laughs> she does say that, I think. Like, hey, 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 you need to hear this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not clicking at all. <laughs> and then they just, they just go. And then immediately, the first they leave, and the first thing, Sweet Pea comes out, and Tree Trunk's first thing is, okay, I'm going to get you food, gets a frozen pizza, rolls into Sweet Pea's room, locks the door and barricades it. (laughs) And is like, there we go. Now that's taken care of. Now I can relax. And then just goes to like using all the stuff and then goes like, I could get used to this. Loves being in this home and in a home again. And is like, I deserve this. And this is my new career. And it's just immediately jumping to these delusions of grandeur, which. You know, if, if she's really concerned about that, she is, uh, like, she, it's so odd because she immediately is neglecting her primary duty. The one thing that could help her keep this job is watching over Sweet Pea, and she has no interest in doing that. <laughs> um. Yeah, what does she do, like, in the house? Like, she's, like, going around just, like, using everything and causing a mess. Yeah, she eats all the... Oh, oh she, yeah. she
0: eats all the food from the refrigerator and she's stoked about there being a refrigerator. Yeah. Well
1: this is the, these the, the, these are the things that was getting me. She goes there. She goes like, "I've never truly appreciated refrigerators." <laughs> now I guess it's because she's been she's been homeless and is like, "Wow, refrigerators really are incredible." It eats all the food and then the food is cold. Yeah. <laughs> With so the now, primary function of a refrigerator. So now she's cold. <laughs> She puts on tree trunks' like sweater and then is like I'm still cold and starts a fire, a rich person indoor fire. <laughs> um, and then puts on a record. And then the raccoon is in the uh, is in the house, is outside and like looks in the window and it it startles LSP and she shuts the blinds and she's almost crying <laughs> like it it's almost like disturbing to her to see the raccoon, <laughs> which is like huh okay, like, why is that so freaking her out? And it makes sense later. Um, and then they go to Sweet Pea. And Sweet Pea, I-, I was really worried about Sweet Pea, but Sweet Pea actually is just eating the pizza. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, great, that was good. Okay, I'm ready to be tucked into bed now. I was like, okay, well, nothing's bad happened yet. And then what does Sweet Pea do, Eric? He looks at the, the moon and is like, somebody out there will be sweet to me in the night. And then yeah. just walks out the the wall <laughs> into the forest on his way to like look for somebody to take care of him. Which is bonkers
0: because, I mean, if he could walk through the wall to some unknown person that will be sweet to him, he knows LSP is on the other side of the door and he's perfectly capable of mm-hmm.
1: opening the door. Yeah, I guess it was like the enchanting moon, and then maybe the comet thing at the end. Is it's all kind of tied in. Like there's some sort of celestial calling. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I, I give Sweepy a little bit more rope because it's a young child, right? Um, yeah, but then she, um, LSP, is having a bubble bath now. Af- as is happening, and calls Marceline on the phone, and yeah, Marceline's. Getting, you know, one of the things. Th- kick Marceline is laying in bed and cleaning out her belly button so gross which has like all sorts of bugs and stuff in it (laughs) it's gross but which is cool it did really remind me like Eric I don't know if you take time to do this but I was like Marceline's just like solo hanging out and you see this in like shows a lot which is like makes more sense right to like see somebody just hanging on their bed but I was like Man, I haven't taken... I don't take the time to, like, do that. Just, like... Just post up. I've got a corner here. Just post up in that corner and, like, have have a thing on and just vibe. Like, have, like, a record on and just, like, vibe or, like, read a book. Like, I'm like, that's just, like, some old school hangout. Do you do that often? Never. Yeah. I never just, like, sit in my bed and just, like, hang out. I mean, I was really burned out this week and I did start watching skateboarding videos on my laptop while I was laying in bed and then I just took a nap. So I guess that was pretty close. Like if you, if you had called me then and then the camera was on me, I would have just been in bed watching <laughs> skateboard videos, like laying on my bed watching skateboard. So I guess that was my Marceline moment, but okay, I don't know. Just watching it. Sometimes you watch shows I feel like, and it's like, I romanticize the like, oh yeah, that's Fun, just like having free time. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, and LSP's talking to Marceline though about her new career. Yeah, they are kind of friends,
0: which is uh, Marceline gets along with people that you wouldn't think is possible. Mm-hmm. Unless she has, she's always had such a contentious relationship with Princess Bubblegum. Uh, but then there are other characters that are like far more difficult to be around like ice king or LSP that she gets along with.
1: It's interesting. It is very interesting. It's like she, she knows she's difficult or something. And
0: yeah, it's like the, I, I think it just sort of throws into focus, like how particular the relationship is with princess bubblegum and how like her eccentricities like really push Marceline's buttons yeah. Like in just the very specific way, because Marceline is like a fucking thousand years old, like she knows how to cope with a lot yeah. of a lot of shit, and yet, like, like as exhibited by being friends with LSP and Ice King, and yet she still has so much of an issue coming to terms with Princess Bubblegum's personality.
1: Yep, really well, well said. There's something, yeah, it's like deeper in <laughs> there. Um, and Marceline, she, let's, let's go back to what's happening. Marceline's just listening to it, LSP, and as LSP's in there, this raccoon is comes up through the toilet. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but it's coming for um, her, and it doesn't make any sense, which makes you start to wonder, is this truly happening? Because then, <laughs> now at this point, the raccoon is starting to speak, and its mouth is moving, but the words aren't matching up with his mouth, and he starts going like, you think you belong in a house like this with these nice things? like." you belong you're like a garbage person or whatever you belong out with me like with the raccoons with the garbage and she's like gets all freaked out and runs away and from and is like being chased by the raccoon and then the raccoon's like look look around you it's all a mess (laughs) just like you cause everything always to be a mess and she's like no no it's not true And and then and at that moment i'm starting to wonder like is the raccoon really there Or is it a manifestation? Or she's, this is, you know, I think it's clear that she's saying this. I'm like, this is like what she's thinking in her self-conscious. Which, you know, is probably true and it's probably what's been motivating her, right? Like, and it's like, these are the moments where you start to see like, oh, the insecurities that are deep within LSP are probably what's motivating this sort of narcissistic, tendencies where it's this like extreme crippling self doubt which then to distract herself she's just moving so on impulse and distraction and and self-interest because she you know what i mean like that's i think i think like what this episode did give me is like this is the uh the motivator
0: yeah there is something running under the hood with lsp that we yeah. don't get to see very often. And I think that's really clearly shown at the end when she is able to give the very specific like order of operations in taking care of Sweet Bee and and tucking him in at night and doing yeah. all the exact things that Tree Trunks said to her in the beginning of the episode, which you didn't think she was paying attention to. Yeah. But there is something running. But she was. Yeah. Like, like, she knows. There's yeah. something, I, like, even if it's just subconscious, like there is... There is someone in there with logic and reason and like that is insecure and that has, you know, like needs that go beyond the immediate.
1: Yeah. And I think like, I think like what, what we might be seeing with what they're kind of saying is what we might be seeing LSP as someone who's pushed this so far, right? It's like, it's like, okay, if I'm, I think we, I think all, um, Humans, I don't want to speak for all of humanity, but I'm going to, <laughs> uh, can can act off impulse sometimes, right? Where it's like, and if you take a step back, you can see what emotions or thoughts are driving particular actions. And we fall into these habitual patterns, right? Where it's like, it's like a, like a really simple one, right? Is like, I'm uncomfortable about something or stressed. I'm going to go have a snack. Like those are things that are linked for some people. Um, or i'm gonna have a drink of alcohol or um, whatever it can be positive too i'm gonna go for a run i don't know but i think lsp it's almost like this insane yeah like these things that aren't being met and are gnawing at her and she's trying to cover them up by acting on these impulses as, as a way of maybe running from these really uncomfortable hard to deal with thoughts within herself and it's like pushed her into this completely uh just only impulse being as yeah. a way of, of of coping like it's like yeah which is like an interesting way to look at LSB.
0: <laughs> so the raccoon is voiced by penlilton okay. Warren, um and the way that the mouth moves when the voice is happening like even further suggests that like this is clearly just lsp's Mm -hmm. projection um i kind of wonder what the raccoon is actually up to like Mm -hmm. what what is the raccoon actually trying to accomplish so how did the raccoon get in the fucking toilet
1: (laughs) right well this is what's interesting is that the raccoon initially wanted lsp's chicken initially uh, that's why i came and And he he got got it. it and lsp leaves and he has the chicken and then at the end of the episode, when LSP is kicked out of Tree Trunk's house, he has the chicken. So it's like, okay, but then why is the raccoon chasing LSP and trying and breaking in the house to get to LSP? Yeah. And that's when I'm starting to wonder like, I don't know if that's happening or if this is like a manifestation of her subconscious. Right. Because how
0: could the raccoon have gotten into the toilet like
1: that i, I don't know i mean this I, is this is the gift of cartoon where it's like you, you you can kind of just go along with it
0: yeah i mean it, the the thing that makes me want to believe that the raccoon really is in the toilet uh-huh. is that the way the voice happens over the incongruous mouth right. movement is it, it still looks that way at so like it it, it was totally it's
1: there and then she's projecting the the voice over it yeah
0: if it was totally just made up in her mind then like why wouldn't the raccoon just look like he was actually speaking correctly right um so like i kind of want like there has to be some sort of like parallel motivation happening to the raccoon's storyline yeah (laughs) like i want to know more about the raccoon (laughs) I, i feel like in order for like lsp's like subconscious insecurities to be projected onto the raccoon there should be a more symbolic connection to that and i i wasn't able to figure out what that was i'm still just really kind of confused about the raccoon
1: yeah (laughs) i can get that um maybe that one doesn't fully uh, close the loop but but she (laughs) but she's yelling at this raccoon who's saying like she's like no i am worthy like i have a new job i have a purpose i'm taking care of this kid and she opens up and then realizes that Sweet Pea is gone and is going to go find Sweet Pea. Um, Sweet Pea goes on an adventure, right? And we see like a nice little montage.
0: Yeah. He he asks for all the things that Tree Trunks does that Tree Trunks told LSP to do, but he just asks them of random strangers and they do not fulfill his needs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Goes into a, a movie theater, busts through the screen. And now, like, finds a child being tucked in in Candy Kingdom and then goes right next to the bed. So creepy. Yeah, and then gets screamed. He he, he finds a homeless man reading a magazine on the street and asks for a treat. He throws trash. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then LSP goes out looking for him, finds the banana guards, thinks she's going to get taken into jail, but then really they just bring her to Sweet Pea, who's... <laughs> who's being there with the banana to the banana guards credit. Like you, I was almost worried that the banana guards would have been so dumb and they would have just put sweet pea in jail or something, but they kind of understood what was happening. And
0: yeah, the the banana guards as a commentary on the police, I don't think is developed enough in the show. And I think it's maybe just because like it was, it was before like the inflection point of like, if you're gonna use police and media, like it has to
1: be, it has to be saying something about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they do. We have the cop cars in hell uh, at other <laughs> at other parts. Yeah. Um, which is funny. I was listening to the Ghost Shrimp podcast, and uh, and he de- like des- designed hell.
0: Oh, and yeah, there wasn't really
1: a, a a logic behind including cop cars down there, but yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> I think, but I think probably for him, he was like, "Yeah, well, I'll just put cop cars down here. That'll be cool." But like that thought in and of itself—that cop cars should be in hell—is like it's something subconscious. Yeah, that's yeah, enough. Yeah. <laughs> enough is there. Um, but yeah, but th- yeah, I agree with you. That's a good point, Eric. The of cards are really close to being a commentary on police, <laughs> but like don't doesn't go all the way there. Um, there was there was some. I just was- wonder. I just wonder. If at some point, you know, they, they push a little bit and Cartoon Network's like, Hey, this is, or I, I don't know. They didn't, they seemed, I mean, by all accounts whatever what I've read, they've seen the adventure time. They got to kind of do what they wanted, but I, I do wonder if that's like one area where you're like, this is for everybody. We don't want to piss off parents. You're doing enough progressive shit. Like maybe just this one don't,
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, I noticed that regular show is pretty anti-cop.
1: It makes sense. They're anti authoritarian. Um I think that's probably
0: the extent of it. It's just yeah. anti authority, but but the cops are used as bad guys in a lot of regular show episodes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to think in my head, is there one in your in your brain right now?
0: Uh I mean there's just like a lot of episodes where they're being chased by cops and like they have to like explode them or something. <laughs> I love that
1: yeah yeah I know it's that's good um uh, yeah, but then they, he gets tree trunks at the police station remembers what she was supposed to have done, which is like, whoa, she was sort of listening and like does it make sweepy comfortable and bring sweepy home to bed and then uh as she calls him, uh, Mr. and Mrs uh pig trunks <laughs> are back, and like the house is a fucking disaster, and they go in like Sweet Peas asleep and Tree Trunks meet like, okay, but why is Sweet Peas blanket covering up the wall?
0: Yeah, very, she's very lenient. And again, it's like, is Tree Trunks really paying attention to like how shitty LSP is being?
1: Well, I, I didn't, I didn't take it like that because I think immediately you see Mr. Pig's eyes and he's clearly pissed. Yeah. From his eyes. Tree Trunks immediately is like what's up with the wall and then and then lsp goes in this thing like okay i uh you you i will be your live-in nanny and then they like push her out the, the thing and then tree trunks is talking to mr pig like i don't know who we're gonna get to 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 babysit maybe we get a nepter maybe <laughs> I, I i think she's she's being like the polite mom but is clearly pissed like clearly sees what's going on and is just like i don't want to deal with this what the fuck
0: Right, we know Tree Trunks has the ability to lose her shit because yeah. she does on Princess Bubblegum, and that's kind of the only person she does that with.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I think she's paying attention. She's just doing. She's just like being polite, and like she's in Sweet Pea's room who's sleeping. It's like what the fuck is going on? You know, like I think there's a subtext there. <laughs> um, but yeah, but they they kick out LSP and LSP goes outside. And the raccoon's eating a chicken and is like, join me on this chicken. And LSP almost goes like zombie and goes, chicken. <laughs> and walks over and just starts eating the chicken. Oh, this is good chicken.
0: Yeah. They're like, like it's like a lady in the tramp moment. They're just gnawing on this chicken leg together, LSP and the raccoon. Yeah. It's it's w- weird. It's tragic. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's confusing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I almost took it as, as we've been talking about like this, like Ella these impulses to cover up these feelings and it's going all over the place. And LSP had a breakthrough, confronted her subconscious that she wasn't good enough or is a garbage person, saw it through, had a, quote, victory by getting Sweet Pea, finding him, putting him to bed, and, and at that point, probably proving to herself, like, you know what? I actually could do this even though like she did it in not a professional way. <laughs> and then is kicked out and then is gloriously returning back to the impulse of just oh yeah this piece of fried chicken that i was so obsessed with earlier in the episode for no reason now i'm obsessed with it again like i'm back to my old my old ways yeah. just eating the garbage but
0: again the raccoon is just so confusing to me cuz i don't know why he wants to share the chicken with her now uh, yeah there's something with the raccoon i want to know more about the raccoon
1: it's, yeah, I I do too. I I think, yeah. Well, it's, it's the, the raccoon wanted the chicken, but then once LSP was gone, was at the whole time just like trying to get LSP back to 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 the the chicken, like to get back outside.
0: If anyone has any insight about the raccoon, please email us. At did you see the mail at gmail dot com?
1: Yeah, it's just it's a it's a very intriguing character. Um, the raccoon. We'll, we'll get some
0: miscellaneous mania on the raccoon later. Yeah. Um. So then the episode closes out with that that coda of talk about the comet from Sweet Pea. And this is season six. Have we heard about the comet yet? At this point, episode thirty nine. It's probably been threaded in there
1: a little bit, but this is very direct. Like he
0: references Finn's dad. He says there's a fake comet and there, it's like a, a bearded guy is on it instead or something. There's no way to know that he's talking about Martin at yeah. that point. Um, but it, it makes a lot of sense like having all that knowledge already.
1: <clears throat> yeah. And it's like, I'm, I have a, I have a dream, right? Where I'm a comet boy. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it seems like,
0: A lot of season six kind of explores some secondary or tertiary characters that we hadn't spent time with previously. And it finds a way to like tie into like this overarching plot of the comet. Mm -hmm. Because there was no Finn and Jake in this episode at all. Yeah. Which is not common. They don't even have like a a non-voiced visual appearance.
1: Yeah. Not even a reference.
0: And yet this coda like dropped some heavy plot foreshadowing yeah I think I think there was like a lot of planning and effort into season 6 to really
1: hit this comet thing home set it up yeah which is nice and yeah it, it, it was a nice odd ending yet again for an Adventure Time episode alright well do you want
0: to play did you see the snail
1: yes okay.
0: All right, Nick. Did you see the snail?
1: No. Eric, did you see the snail?
0: Yes, I saw the snail. Wow. Did I tell you I had a dream about seeing the snail last night?
1: Really? <laughs> That's amazing. I love that it was in there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about the snail in a fucking month, and yet last night, on the eve of watching Adventure Time for the first time in a while, I had a dream about seeing the snail.
1: Wow. It was a, where it, was the where it was in your dream? No, okay, <laughs> but you're you're mentally prepared. Yet again, I'm like forgetting to even look for it because I'm getting so wrapped up in my thoughts about the episode. Uh, he was
0: on the floor in the messy house when tree trunks and Mr. Pig get back from their date uh, night.
1: Great place, classic classic shot for the snail to be in.
0: Yep, I uh, I almost missed him. It happened pretty late in the episode, so i sort of forgotten about him but
1: I shit him. man well sorry we'll play a song it's been a while at least it's been a while <laughs> one second one second I'm sorry teno you're
0: the champion <laughs> uh miss mania
1: yeah Got the wiki. Got some stuff. Off the bat, really good one. Eric, you mentioned that Finn and Jake aren't in this episode. Now, this is only the fourth episode ever. We're very deep in the series that Finn and Jake are not in whatsoever.
0: It's weird because it focuses on a character as ridiculous as LSP. And there's not even an effort to anchor it to Finn and Jake. They're really uh, giving, giving the viewers some trust. <laughs> Be like, you guys can hang on to an LSP episode after six seasons of this. You guys can do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You guys can do it. Yeah, you can make it through this one. Uh, <laughs> you're far enough along. Training wheels are off. Um, there's another one down here, which is this is – this is some fun – now, this is gonna start with uh, some some trivia and observation, and then it's just this is one long sentence that's in here on the on the wiki, but that leads into a theory. But uh, that Mister Pig and Tree Trunks' home is larger than has been previously pictured. Like the whole like living room and the bathroom with the bubble bath seem to be like all new. Like they weren't previously pictured in the previous episode. We saw their home, which was. Gold stars, but in here they say it's bigger, likely due to all the gold that Sweet Pea gave them in that episode. So they're they're hypothesizing that they got gold from the last time we saw them, and then they like used the money to remodel their home and add on additions.
0: Wow. I don't remember what that episode was about.
1: I Me mean, neither. I think that's kind of a leap. Uh I, I feel like they just Did one of those things that happens in cartoons where they just make the space bigger for narrative device? Well,
0: there is a line where LSP calls them rich people. Yeah. And, I mean, everyone could be rich from the perspective of a homeless person. But uh, remember that LSP is also, like, an actual princess and, like, has royalty for family. Mm -hmm. And she's still
1: calling them rich. Yeah.
0: So I don't, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they really are just like suddenly wealthy and they spent a bunch of money on remodeling their house. Maybe. Um, I bet she probably is like if she's homeless and her idea of these rich people, uh, are spending money to make their home bigger. Like she's probably really bitter about that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. If indeed that is what was happening. <laughs> i can get behind this. Sure. It's a, it's a fun theory. Makes sense. Also then, quite tragically, they just remodeled their home with that. And now they're going to have to pretty much do it again because LSP just destroyed it.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe that's why Tree Trunks isn't losing her shit. um, yeah. Because she knows that they have enough money to fix everything yeah
1: see, see I, I i see that it, that it's it's funny you're you think you read it as like is tree chunks even aware of what's going on <laughs> i'm like no she's clearly aware she's just not she's just like acting very measured like a nice mom would yeah I like mean, a nice southern mom like you know doesn't me- doesn't come out and say fuck you they just go like thank you very much um, please be on your way.
0: Right. But to me, it's like LSP's actions are over the threshold of being like far too extreme and rude where it's like, if you're not right. acknowledging it, like something has to be getting past you. It's like you like, Well, she does
1: acknowledge it though. She goes like, okay, we have to find something. They kick her out. We find someone new to, to babysit. Yeah. Just, please I listen mean, to my directions. Yeah.
0: It feels like she's not taking in the totality of how terrible LSP is. Yeah, I think just like oh, she's I think, not good. She's I think not it's, working. Yeah, out. it's
1: probably somewhere in the middle where it's like, look. I think for both of us, LSP is so horrid <laughs> that you like. She, I mean, her even being brought into this situation is irresponsible to begin with, um, and should be met with more vitriol by probably everybody. But then also. Yeah, maybe Trishan's can take it more seriously. Yeah, I think it's I think it's <laughs> makes sense. Um, oh, we do see Marceline and um and LSP being friends in a earlier episode this season, uh, called Princess Day. Like where LSP and Marceline exact revenge on Breakfast Princess. Oh yeah, I remember that episode. <laughs> we'll get there one day. Yeah. <laughs> but I like that it's established that they're friends.
0: I think that's the episode where Marceline hangs out in broad daylight and everyone got fucking angry about that. It's like vampires can't be in the sun. But like there's like a very quick shot of her applying like SPF 100 sunscreen like in the very beginning. So it's like that's the logic. She's allowed to go outside now. Yeah. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Yeah, the whole comet storyline... So there's that episode Evergreen. Where is where is that in season six? Is that the very first thing that we season six, episode twenty-four is Evergreen. Is that the introduction of the whole comet concept? Huh.
1: That's just a couple episodes before this. I guess that's what it's saying. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Be more clued into like series-affecting details like this, I, I'm always surprised at how how many very small little hints they they pepper throughout these episodes that are seemingly inconsequential, that, like, everything does actually lead up to...
1: They're an, still paying attention. A, yeah. Nice. Okay. Generator? Episode generator? Let's do it. We did just get a...
0: Uh, uh, did you see the mail? We got a text message from Sean. What? Did you see this right now?
1: No. Holy shit. Like it's almost like he heard us and knew that this was happening.
0: <laughs> this is this isn't like an official email, but sure. Did you see Let's let's do a uh, did you see the mail? Yeah. <laughs> okay. did, did, did mail. Mail. Oh, so, all right. We've got a text message here. In real time, from friend of the pod Sean Harvey, asking when is episode one hundred going to be?
1: Great question, Sean. We in a, in a, in a previous uh, era of this podcast, we would have been able to like really call a date on it. <laughs> I, I don't know anymore. So we are theoretically. All right, I'm pulling up a cow. Twenty two weeks away from
0: episode mm-hmm. one hundred. uh, which would put us.
1: Where nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, like mid September, mid late September. Okay, so it's not going to be that.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it'll probably be October, November. If
0: we can be pretty consistent, it would be great to not have episode one hundred overlap with B November.
1: That would be great
0: because then we could have a cel- celebratory episodes for. For each thing, you know how like, like someone having their birthday on Christmas sucks because you only get one party. Yeah, and like you know those are two built-in parties. Like, and now they're the same day. It's like, um, I d- I was just made aware of a wedding that's happening on New Year's Eve. Oh, which seems like such a ridiculous choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you you already have a party that's happening on New Year's Eve. Why would you put another party that you can choose a date on? Very good question. To coincide with that. You're just limiting the amount of partying. So, yeah. So, if uh-huh. we can have our episode 100 happen in October, and then all of November is a party. <laughs> that we're would be fun. We just maximize the amount of party time on this podcast.
1: Cool. Well, we'll we'll sidebar on this and talk about how we can uh, accomplish such a feat. Wow, Sean, you're really giving us the long tail here. I wonder what prompted this. Uh, yeah,
0: does he have a, a motive in asking us?
1: I mean... He's got to be a part of episode one hundred in some way because he's been our most frequent guest, so. right? I mean, I don't even know what we're going to do for episode one hundred yet. I had I had thought about actually what we should do for episode one hundred. I was I wasn't, I wasn't going to bring it up on air though. So
0: we've we've already missed out on a lot of like podcast party opportunities. Like this last month that we missed, we missed both of our birthdays. Oh yeah, we missed three eleven and we missed four twenty. Four twenty. We we said that for your birthday this year we were going to do a uh, we were going to do the the mystery train episode again and do it in a like a murder mystery escape room
1: oh yeah damn it that was a good idea <laughs> forgot about that because we'll have to do it next year yeah i would love to do that <laughs> i forgot about that cool i'm just
0: waiting on sean
1: all right well if he responds we can come back to did you see the mail
0: <laughs> okay uh, Episode Generator. What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch next week? What are we going to watch? Let's go! It's the episode Generator 82
1: Dream of Love Oh, what? this is Yeah, I want to do this Tree, tree tr- Finn and Jake venture to Tree Trunks uh, house to acquire apple pie while they to discover that True Trunks has entered into a relationship with Mr. Pig I'm in <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright what season
1: is this? oh yeah season 4 episode 4
0: alright dream of love for next week and uh yeah let me see if I can get Will on the pod for next week we'll be down in Texas alright is that it?
1: Uh, let me get a picture for the gram. <laughs> Just the story. Cool. Um, yeah, Sean didn't text us back. So
0: Uh-oh. it remains a mystery what Sean has in store for our episode 100. Yeah, that's
1: that's like like Adventure Time. We're teasing the long game here. Uh, yeah. Remember, if you want to, did you see the mail, gmail.com. Give us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tell a friend or two to listen to the episode uh, or listen to the podcast. We love you. Bye.
0: All right. Peace out, y'all.